1: it's the Anfield up Neil Atkinson Jay McKenna Carl Kopak, and Adam with you for the next hour or so got a clip from the exclusive uh, Jordan Hent- Henderson interview done by Gareth Roberts and John Gibbons that's coming for you as well we're going to have a chat about the meeting that Jay chaired on Saturday around safe standing made up that he's coming uh, on this one uh, to talk about that later on as well and Carl was there too and they're going to talk us through what's happened but before all of that well he's uh, he's managed to create some news for us uh, there and then um, Jay McKenna uh, now Naby Keiter is running around, walloping teammates and getting training cancelled. Um, is it daft to think this is just one of those things? Uh, or is it daft to think this is linked to his uh, his desire to leave uh, Leipzig and move to Liverpool?
2: It's one hell of a coincidence if this isn't intentional. Um, as we've just pointed out and we were talking before we come in here then, Naby Keiter sat in the room with the chief executive and the coach this morning Annie, and said, um, oh, you know, know what's happening and they've said well nothing's changed as far as we're concerned and he said oh nothing's changed I'll <laughs> fucking show you and um, as poor midfield part of Diego Jemmy, whatever his name is has is, um, is cocked for it and Abby Cater said you want to transfer a quest one better lance and it, it's just literally caused
1: it does feel like that's the case Carl it's, it is it is very hard not to think that this, is, that, that this is a player who's at the very least very wound up by things uh, who's gone into a training session and and cause chaos. It might be that there's something even a little bit more, from a Leipzig point of view, sinister than that, which is that he's thought, you know what, I'll uh, I'll make a bit of a point here that I want out. The best thing you could do maybe is see if you can get one more
3: big money offer from Liverpool, accept it, and we'll move on with our lives. I think this is the way all transfers should now be conducted in the future. <laughs> we should all be moving on as soon as possible. So basically anyone who wants to move just goes goes in with a bit of an attitude. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Because it could just be a coincidence, but um, it it, it it's fantastic if, it, if it's... Uh, if he's done it on purpose, but it could be frustration. It could be just his first day back in training, a bit overzealous. So you're now going to be devil's advocate um, on his side. But uh, oh, just it is too much of a choice, right? It's just, just too much of a coincidence. It's just an amazing thing that's, that's just extra. I mean, the thing I can't get past is, is canceling training. Not just he's had a knock, go off. Now we're all going home because of what just happened? Well, that's that's, that's mad.
2: Okay. Yeah, there is that or The lads just maybe fancies fancy an early dart. Yeah, exactly. You, the yeah. lads had something planned and he said, Nabby, go ahead. You're not flavour of the month, mate. <laughs> you might as well. You, you might as well go the old log, yeah.
3: And he's been pushing into queues and the canteen and stuff, this lad, and <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> That's what I was saying. Send Sending send <laughs> send emails in caps. He yeah. Might have, he might have just been his
4: midfield midfield partner might have just been doing his head in the whole season. It reminds me of the running man or something, you know, like the new player yeah. gets announced and they've got a special skill. And they don't need to come and he come on comes on and his special skill is he takes, but he cuts people in half with his feet and then punches them in the face <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> in order to get his uh, to get his run. It's, I mean, out of it, you know, there is. It it could throw up
1: other questions. It could, you know, as as we have a, we have a, a friend of yours, uh, and ours in the office, Sam, who supports us. And he said, "What are you going to do in three years' time when he's when he's walloping people in Liverpool training sessions when he wants to move to Real Madrid?" And it is worth pointing out that you know it, it's easy. Some people might think, "Oh, it's not great that sort of thing. This isn't great conduct." And I think that you know that's a fair point uh, up to a point. But this is a footballer Liverpool very very much. It's
4: tw- wants. That's 2020's problem. It'll probably <laughs> ne- it'll probably never come.
1: <laughs> that's,
2: that's just um, that's just let that's just do what football fans do and be hip- Hypocrites and say that he shouldn't have done it in twenty twenty. Yeah, absolutely. So in a Liverpool shirt, it's absolutely abhorrent. Ab- 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 doing it to come to Side of Liverpool. I
4: I hate all this thing about, about how we're not allowed to be hypocrites, like, well, you enjoyed winning ten nil that time. I can't believe you're upset you've lost ten nil now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same? Yeah.
4: We, We're allowed to be duplicitous, I think. Yeah. That, it, it, I'm all for it, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, otherwise, so, what would we talk about today? Absolutely. No, and so just coming now, twenty twenty, if you're listening, we'll be talking about this? Navigator? Haven't just done it to... Yeah,
4: hello to everyone who's listening back in the archives. <laughs> Please don't text in; <laughs> you may still be charged. <laughs>
1: it's it looked like it's strange, Carl. I mean, all the way through, and and last couple of days, there's been people so people saying, that oh, Liverpool may well have given up hope." That's come through from a few a few of the journalists uh, who were close to the club and close to uh, just close to the club, close to transfers in general. People you can trust. My. My thing on it is, all the way through the summer, though, there's something else that's been said, which is Liverpool are going to be prepared to pay 80 million for Nabi 80 million euros. And that's the bid that hasn't gone in yet. And I just sort of think, I expect that bid to go in. For all the stuff now that Liverpool have walked away, I just think if Liverpool haven't done the 80 million bid uh, once, then I think the other side of that, if Leipzig say no, uh, then there's every chance that that is when Liverpool walk away. But I just sort of think, all the way through the summer, people have been saying Liverpool will have to go mad, it will have to be huge, it will have to be ridiculous. I think you. I'd be surprised if there isn't one more uh, throw of the dice from Liverpool.
3: Yeah, and I think that's the same about uh, about Van Dijk as well. I think I keep saying about this all the time. It's far too early. I mean, if this is going to be your big um, signing for the new season, it's just too early to do it yet. Leipzig are going to want to keep hold as long as possible. They've got fans too. They've got shareholders, and they're going to want to say, "No, no, we resisted all the way." And they're probably, as I said to you outside, they're probably just looking at their watch, seeing what data is. They "No, in ten days maybe, not yet. Far too soon." I think there is going to be another big going in. I don't think it's dead at all because these things are never really dead. I just don't think they are. It's always just one. It's dead until someone says something else, and then it's you know, then it's then it's up and running again.
4: It's. I was wondering about what what it is that makes one transfer suddenly take the front seat and one takes the back seat. Is it is it the 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 is it is it us just deciding us as in Liverpool FC deciding to to make more effort with that one this week? It feels a little. It, that that doesn't feel that likely. So is it that there's some encouragement from from the uh, from, from from the selling club and then they, they 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 decide to do a little bit more work on that one, or is it a media construct entirely? I don't really know. Uh, but this the. the it felt up until um well this is probably why Kate has decided to cut someone in half in training it felt as if van Dyke was starting to take the front seat again for a minute there um and i, st- I still think this is pro- that's probably our, our most important transfer really I, I still think that's the that that's if there is a number one target um the the position of center back has to be it probably and um and and so therefore with with, with us only having van Dyke in mind um, yeah, as 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 plan A, that sort of still seems to be the one that you'd that you'd you'd think, you'd, well you'd hope it wouldn't be one or the other. It doesn't seem as if it's one or the other. So it, it's uh, but that that seems to be the one that they'd, they'd they'd go for first.
1: Just to throw it all in the pot before we go over to Jay Adam, <clears throat> the other thing, the other noise here though is that Liverpool could suddenly find themselves under the cosh if Neymar goes to Paris yeah, Saint Germain. Yeah. At which point Barcelona have a hell of a lot of money burning a hole in the pockets and put some supporters to try to placate, and. That would possibly throw a bit of pressure on the Cater deal. Because all the way through we I think there is the feeling that it's not essential that Liverpool add another midfielder. I think we could do with one. I think buying Cater, I think it'd be a massive boost for the club, and I think it'd be a massive boost going into the new season. But it it doesn't take much for it to suddenly become you no, know, mm. we really need to get this one sorted.
4: True. I, and and when I, I remember I did the gutter show a couple of months ago and said that the. um I think I think I broke the news that actually he's nothing like Kante. I know that's that's mainstream now. <laughs> but I am I'm being a bit lighthearted, but when I watched his videos I thought he's a bit like Coutinho Coutinho playing deeper without the long shots and without a few other things. So it, it, it the Cater, I, I think, although he's got more to his game in, in other ways, it, you, you could you could say that we were we were doing Coutinho's long term replacement with him anyway. But we're trying to do it, you know, we're trying to phase him in, and then and then everybody thinks Coutinho ends up at Barcelona. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it certainly if um, if Coutinho's heads turned and he. Um, Starts headbutting the academy players tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> to to, uh, to force a move. Then yeah, that that the cater and centre mid does become uh, just as much a priority as, as centre half. Uh,
2: I I think Liverpool will get lots of attention around Coutinho. There's, I, 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 seen, I think I think Gian tweeted as well saying that now apparently Neymar's talking about that if he stays, he wants Barcelona to sign Coutinho for him. As if like you know this is like some kind of like. He's gonna come and live in his garden with him or something. Just yeah, nice. you know, this, this, this part of the contract, no, no bumping pay, mate. Got your own footballer. Um, uh, we said on Friday, show, didn't we? Know, like you know, it, it would make a lot of sense. You could imagine for Barcelona to want to sign Coutinho as some kind of replacement for Iniesta. I don't does, think. They, does they, look they, like they, that? They yeah. him as some kind of name it's the obvious or, move, just um, the obvious replacement. And, and and it would make sense for a player like him to, to want to go and play there. I think it becomes really difficult for summer for Liverpool if. The you know, Cater and Van Dyke aren't happening, and then there's lots and lots and lots of attention focused on whether Coutinho's wanted elsewhere. Liverpool are going to come under an awful lot of pressure from their own fans. About, well, we, can't, we need something to happen here, we want to know yeah. what's going mm. on and also from their own players you'd think as well Jamie the
1: point about this is, that we're going to talk to Henderson in a bit but the point about this is, this is a squad that last season gets 76 points and probably everyone in that squad is thinking to themselves, we know we're good enough to go on from here and do more but we need, but the one thing we can demonstrate last season, and footballers will always look for excuses but the one thing, not all of them sorry that's unfair but some will, but in general footballers aren't thick and the one thing that they'll be thinking is a lot of what we were thinking last season which is if we'd had another three or four very good players then we don't know where the limit would be and that might be what they'd be thinking as well Jay so you know those players would be thinking well certainly if you're going to let one if, if one ends up going or there's pressure for one to go
2: they need to see that there's been genuine improvements yeah and we I you can't stand still so you need to add to your team anyway to to even just stay as the fourth best team you know signing van Dijk doesn't necessarily mean we're going to finish third second or first mm. you know it, it increases your chances of that but other clubs are, are improving they their playing staff you need to sign players just to stand still, and Van Dijk might be that kind of player, mm. and I think even Cater would be because it's mm. an upgrade on a current player. He might not win you lots more points, but he'll make sure you don't lose points. Mm. the The losing Coutinho, you only see it would cost us points, I, I, and I think this is where the interesting Coutinho is really important. That it's I'm not going to get into a. You can sell him if you sign the other two. I think. Fans are looking at this, and I think the players and I think the manager is looking at this as a because the Coutinho stuff seems to have come from nowhere, like until I say nowhere. It's it's come relatively recently. Suddenly, people expected at some point, but probably not now. Everyone was planning in their head, improve this squad, but keep it together. You know, we were good when when we were talking about players who might move on this summer. Early on in podcast, you know, we were imagining. Moreno and Flanagan and Kevin Stewart and we might sign a bit of a left back and
1: maybe Sturridge. You know, maybe Sturridge. But
2: we weren't talking about you know, oh, we, we might try and sign Van Dijk and Kater but we might lose Coutinho. No, you know, that would be a backward step. I was
4: us. waiting for Coutinho's new contract to start. I was sort of because it didn't start till July the first. I was mm. thinking there might be something before then, but as soon as that July the first came, I thought, oh, well, I think we're alright here. No release clause. Mm.
1: It's, well, it's, this, is, uh, this is, I would ask, and I think, Adam, you can probably trace it back to the name, I think. I think that's the thing here, is that, that it's that, and this is a lesson in general, I think, and it's something that we've talked about, I talk about on shows quite a lot of the time. You can have football laughs at your plans. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times you can have plans, and, you know, we used to, Gerard Tuller used to talk about a five-year plan, and I think that different Liverpool managers have tried to plan, and I think Jurgen Klopp is in different ways to some of those managers very much a planner. Mm-hmm. But you can have your plans, and football can find a way to laugh its head off very, very quickly.
4: Every season's completely different, isn't it? If you look at the last few seasons, they've all been a complete completely different and completely different to how you thought they were going to be when they started to so, um so yeah you can you can plan and you can plan for more than one season at a time but really you you can't you can't be sitting in one summer thinking this is what we're going to do in eighteen nineteen um and it is it's just a, it's it's a sliding doors moment it's a key it's a key moment right now for for, for the football club if we get cater Van Dyke and keep Coutinho... Everybody's happy, yeah. um, and it's it's a sign of progress, which is what everybody always wants. And it gets more and more difficult the better you get. Uh, it's a, it's another step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. If you um, keep Coutinho and get one of Van Dijk and cater that's good too. I think I think that's okay. I, I I think most people would be would be happy with that. Um, lose Coutinho and get those two, I think some you'd probably get a split, uh, but I think most people would probably think that wasn't a good thing. And lose Coutinho, we only get one of them or none of them. That's bad.
1: Yeah, uh, something Adam says there, uh, Carl. I'm, I'm writing it down. I don't know why really. I'm going to say it to you straight away. He said, uh, <laughs> "Put it in your diary." Put it in my diary. He <laughs> said, "It's a sign of progress, uh, which gets harder and harder as you get better, hmm. which is is the problem in many in many ways. Like last season, Liverpool's sign of progress was they went from it's it was relatively straightforward to improve the squad that had come 8th, through to the squad that you then end up getting 76 points and coming fourth with, a squad which at times looked like it was playing the best football in the country, but finishes fourth and we go from there. It's now, whilst it's quite clear in many ways, sort of the theory of how you improve, it's actually a lot harder to, 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 to now put into practice. And there's, there's a couple of reasons why, again, you can't plan for transfer fees suddenly going a bit weird and going a bit mad on the one hand, and no one being quite sure what certain players are worth, for instance, we will come on to talk about them, but it's, it now looks mad that we've got Salah for £35 million. Yeah, It now looks it's like same. we've got an absolute bargain at it's this same. stage. Um, but it is that is the thing, isn't it? It gets harder the more... The, the better you actually get the job of that progress does actually become harder, more taxing, and you do begin to need
3: possibly lads to wallop lads in training. Yeah, ideally, um, because, as you you say, the better you get at these things, your upgrades are always going to be smaller increments than, you know, we're not going from, I don't know, Smeech to Coutinho, where there's a world of difference between those type of players. Um, if you're looking to upgrade on people like... Well, Mane, for example, I know Salah's bought in as a sort of, you know, a similar sort of player, then they're going to be much more difficult to get because they're that, that level above Mane, which is, I'm not saying he is, but, you know, but he's that sort of level. Mm. Whereas if you're going from somewhere like mid table where you think, you know, you've got the equivalent of, I don't know why I'm picking on him, Steve Harkness, for example, and then suddenly you've got Virgil van Dijk, that's a massive thing and it's actually somewhat easy to get. But it's going the extra 5%, which is going to be harder than getting well, 20% sometimes. On that, and you've all mentioned Van Dijk.
1: Because so, I think all, all these things, when you talk about them, they are becoming increasingly linked. Because with Van Dyke, I think you know he's now he's now not gone on Southampton's tour, and I think we've got to make this nice for Southampton. But there is a wider thing here, and I, th- I do wonder whether or not internally in Liverpool, car, they having a chat and they're sort of saying we've got to find ways not to take the piss. And my point about this is that this season, there's a serious chance if we sign Van Dyke, we'd be playing. For, at some, there'll be a game where we've got five former Southampton players in one eleven. And there's a point there, isn't there? That, that if you're Southampton, you really do just go, just stop taking the piss out of us. Yeah. Liverpool have got to find maybe. Fire. I'd be I'd be furious if I was them. You know, if you're Liverpool, you've whilst the money obviously helps, and that's the point. Yeah. And Southampton accept their place in the pecking order. There's a side accepting their place in the pecking order, and you being absolutely repeatedly ruthless with them. Yeah. Which I think is you know is a. Maybe just maybe we need to spread that out a little bit more, rather than get ourselves in the situation where, for instance, Southampton were looking for any excuse to report us to the Premier League and go through all of that and yeah. make this hard for us.
3: Yeah, I, I think that apparently there are other clubs we can buy players from. I think maybe we should investigate that from <laughs> time to time. Um, if, yeah, if, I, I thought that when I was asked a year ago about Van Dijk, and I thought, can we just leave them alone for a bit? You know, let him go somewhere else first, and then buy them afterwards. Maybe if, if that if that doesn't work out, but um, I'm all right with it. (laughs) well, my eventual aim is is for us to
4: be buying Munich and just buy just if anybody if anybody no looks like being good then then we buy <laughs> all their players and if we if we're doing it one team at a time then yeah that's fine like everybody was making jokes the, the, the Evertonians were saying why don't you just buy Southampton maybe we should just buy <laughs> Southampton destroyed destroyed destroy the ferry terminal where we're at it as well so all the all the cruise Terminal all the cruise ships have to come here yeah to we,
2: we could Balls solve to Southampton we could solve a lot of like <laughs> Liverpool's ills by like just sign in Southampton yeah. maybe what we could do is we could just go and sign their scouting department that, that might be
1: an easy thing. That's the process, though, isn't it? That you could come, they play there for a while, everyone gets to see them under Premier League conditions, and then move. But my thing's more, I'm, I haven't got a problem Adam with doing with being by Munich, with wanting to be by Munich and go through all that. But you've got to, my, I just sort of wonder if if it's just always the one side, if you know what I mean. But that, but that's I know. weird because just be, I know,
4: it, you're right because you do have to spread but, it around a bit.
1: But it's hard because the other side the of that's Everton's best player next year. Well, I'd love and to arsenal's. sign Everton's best everton's player. and
4: Arsenal's is what I've got in my
5: mind.
1: Everton's and Arsenal's would be better, yeah. uh, but it's more one of the. It's the strange thing about this. League, Which is what I was going to come on to say, which is that none of us are sitting here going, Well, let's have West Brom's best player. Because what would be the point? Uh, And and that's why Southampton have sort of managed to create themselves into this position. And maybe they're happy and maybe they think, Listen, we always get the money in the bank. But they've got themselves in this position because they play good stuff. They Mm. want to play front football. Great academy, too. Good academy. So they end up putting themselves in this position. But there is a thing where, you know, maybe, just maybe, Liverpool come knocking and they are, it, it becomes harder for them to look at their own supporters. And say oh, yeah. this is what we're doing. Sound? That's their
4: problem.
2: <laughs> I, I, I am. I, I'm in. I'm in team. at here, fuck them. It's not. They're not our concern. I think. I don't think they'd be mad enough to cut the nose off to spite the face. Of we're going to sell them to anyone but Liverpool because it doesn't look like loads of football clubs are signing signing sign by It's not as bad as
4: Everton and Man United. At least we're not giving them our old knackered ones.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're just giving them. Are we giving them lots of money? You
0: Although like if sign. they
2: want them, if they want them, then yeah, feel free. Like, you know. Yeah. You know, if they, if they want to say no, we want you to stay here. Then sign them players. and actually going to say to him, "Well, I'm going to make Liverpool want to sign me." So, yeah, you know, are you going to sign any players? Are we going to be, keep, keep, be competing for top four anytime soon? No. Well, I right, sign so you. Made my mind up. Thanks, you've convinced me. That's Southampton's job to look after their players. Yeah. yeah. To be they fair, they're not very good, are they? To, to be I fair, it,
1: just it, leave them lying there. Buy them. <laughs> But to be fair, you feel as though Everton are will-, will very willing participants in the
3: Everton-Man United partnership. Mm. Um, Strangest. I just like the idea, of James' idea of players like left, left on their own, unguarded. Oh, well they are! When, he's, when he's, suddenly he's a fe- scout walks he's by, training on his own. Yeah.
2: I can just imagine, like you know, <laughs> us just watching Virgil Van Dijk just running, you know, running up and down the sides of their training ground on his own, next to the fence, and Klopp just through the fence. Psst, <laughs> we don't want to sign you. The, <laughs>
3: the sniper in the high tower <laughs> looking the wrong way at the wrong moment. Yeah. Klopp's flying a drone just, just over his head, <laughs> whispering but, in his ear.
2: Well, it beats better it's better than meeting them in Blackwell it? so you're not yeah. Yeah. Uh, drones
1: drones are in uh, in a transfer sense last one on this sort of going through all of them is the what you were trying to all sort of say before which is the idea of pulling it together um, and pulling it together in a manner which means that everyone can go Carl everyone can say this is this is the summer that we wanted and that 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 that'll include the manager. It's important, I think, not to separate the manager off from the club in this and act as though, you know, the club are there just to sort of services women's needs and wants. That's not the case. That's not how football works. He's part of that process. Yep. He's the you know they 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 come to the conclusion as to how to do these things together. And also he's 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 been quite assertive in that regard with reference yep. to Coutinho, where he, he's the one who says it's on me. He came in day one and said all of this will be on me. Yep. And I think it's important that we don't separate him. But it is. Liverpool start the season. They start on on August the twelfth. Um, the transfer window closes on August the thirty first. There is two Champions League qualifiers, five games to come in August. I think everyone wants to be able to go the football club's progression. It's what Adam said before. I think no matter how hard it is, and I think I think in general now supporters broadly acknowledge it's hard. That feeling of general collective progression is yeah. crucial. Yeah,
3: yeah, it is. It is, it is absolutely. And um, you know when when we left the pitch at Middlesbrough. Um, we all thought we're all going to come up by, by a, again by a small incremental um, to go that step higher for next season. To start, you know, August the twelfth with with a big squad, a big first team, and this, you know, and a big statement more than anything else. And uh, it is going to be difficult, but I think the fact that we're in these conversations, I think, is a really positive thing. I mean, obviously, there's a long way. Firstly, buying players isn't easy. It really isn't easy, and um, but the fact that we're in these conversations, I think, is a really positive thing. And and I keep saying it's just early. That's why it's not being done. It's just early. Well, we've got Salah, so which is like a hell of a start, I'd say. Uh, on Salah, uh, go back to you, Carl. There is the interview
1: uh, the Klopp did with uh, with James Pearce, which is a very good. Liverpool Echo, uh, and he mentioned Salah and Mane being back uh, in first team, first team contention, first team fitness. It really threw open how how exciting it is if Liverpool can keep you know and the manager himself says it, keep them fit keep them available but that they can really it gives it does give them a ton of options it gives them the option to to keep them fresh to rotate them to you know maybe not not, not feel as though we've got to play them together every week but where you know he's, he's talking about each of them being able to play through the middle if he needs coming inside it's it's what that moment where you go from having one uh, genuinely pacey, interesting attacking option to having two, yeah. uh, and then with the, being allied with the players around them, and it's not something we've had
3: very often going back sort of the last fifteen twenty years. No, I mean uh, the I read that interview. I thought it was really interesting. You said when um, Salah and players are ten, as well. So you know uh, the, the big thing for me in that if you've got Mane and got Salah say on both wings, just as an example, and they're going to change over all time, how the hell do you mark that? because it's hard enough mark Mane when you just know he's playing in one position and he's not going to move from that position because he's just he's faster than everybody else. If you've got two of them doing it, then who do you pass your man on to? And if, and if Salah can play as a 10 as well, then frankly, I, I don't want to play against Liverpool. If that's if that's the case,
4: yeah, we were hard enough to play against last season, weren't yeah. we? And it almost feels like it shouldn't be allowed. It's a, it's a <laughs> it's a, it's an amazing prospect, and sometimes it does feel like Liverpool aren't allowed. Like you're only allowed one fast one, <laughs> but at the moment it's it's looking like well, at the moment as things stand, we've got two fast ones and one. Very good one behind them, and other options to go around them. Um, yeah, we are going to be uh, we're, we're going to be very very difficult to to, to play against next season. Um, just need to sort the defence, I suppose.
2: If you're a full back, if you're a full back, you're going to be thinking to yourself, yes, he's like you know your mark and yeah. my Ah, oh, yes, he's trotting over to the other side. Then you're going to see Salah come, soldiers. You think the fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could you doing? It's going to be like one of them. You know, I'm I'm playing full back. You know, when someone skins you, you fuck off, you little dickhead. That's and it, you're and I'm thinking you dead good. Yeah. And now any fullback can be like, fuck off you little dickheads, both thinking you're that good. And the dash thing is it, then it, it, is,
4: is then it's like the third option is is oh it's all right we've cleared that oh it's Coutinho's on the edge of the area that's
2: fine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh he's got he, he's just running behind me and I've just tracked him and he hasn't even passed the to yeah. oh oh yeah because yeah, Coutinho just shot from thirty yards oh it's goal yeah, oh, and, yeah.
4: as we talked about that before pointless. it's one of your things Neil is is the you know your first most likely second most likely third most likely scorers it's just it it's it, 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 yeah it's yeah. it, 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 first it, it's adding it's adding probably joint first if you know if not joint second or something and you. You know, you put in Coutinho bending one in at like fourth or fifth now.
2: Defensively though, as well, that adds something, doesn't it? It's like yeah. the, it is the, the, not. I'm not gonna compare quality, but the threat they will pose. Defend. It's like when we had Suarez, Sturridge, and Sterling, yeah. because your def their their defenders and midfielders are having to think. If I go this far forward, how quick have I got to be back? Yeah. So full backs have got to think to themselves, right. Am I leaving my centre offs exposed if I just literally move into pulls off now to offer a pass? Mm. Suddenly that's a big thing because they'll be thinking Coutinho can get the ball, Henderson can get the ball, and they can get in behind, they can find Salah or Mane, they've got to worry about it going up to Firmino, every here They're just going to be thinking to themselves, hmm. This is really difficult. It's going to give them yeah. an awful lot to think about, which will impact on how they play against us as well, not just how we play. Just, t- just on that, and
1: I'll go to you, Adam, on this, because we, um, you and I have been watching Liverpool not win leagues for years, and uh, we've been doing it together. It's not an exclusive so club, you know. Uh, I know, I know, but <laughs> I've, I've experienced this with with, with Adam. But what, what, one of the things that occurred to me when I was sort of planning this show was what happened, I'd argue, in... 2008, 2009, when Liverpool uh, got themselves on the march towards the end of the season, and what happened in 13, 14, when Liverpool got themselves on the march, was the players who were the threats—Torres, Gerrard, Suarez, Sturridge—were suddenly allied by a third player. So right. there was suddenly another one who terrified you. So f- f- you know, and everyone forgets how good Ben Benayoun was at the yeah. back end of 08, 09. Raheem Sterling in the second half of 13, 14 very much comes to the fore. But that was the idea that for Ben Ayuni hit a purple patch of form. Sterling was a young player developing. It does seem as though with Salah, and then you know if Liverpool do add Keita, Liverpool have addressed that in the transfer market now yeah. to add that other to add the, the lad who who, who who does do that that thing where suddenly. We get to see what it looks like when a team is just completely overwhelmed by the attacking options
4: and i think and I think quite often even you know previous almost their title challenges uh, and maybe you're doing things with Roy Evans and things like that, and saying you know one more attacker, maybe you could have been there and uh, and and just definitely and you, one season under uh, Roy Roy Evans yeah, where that's the case. Yeah, yeah. And, and gen- generally, I think what we've seen is usually Man United were pipping us to those titles. Not always, and they did that, didn't they? They they had they had that extra attacker, four strikers, yeah. Uh, the, and and it's it, and again, it is just it's just adding adding someone else into the mix when it's a lo- it is a long season. Um, you know, wh- whether it's a marathon an eight hundred meters race or a, or a sprint, uh, th- th- there tends to be a point where the person that has got you most of your goals uh will 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 dry up a bit. Um you know it happens it happens to 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 every team. So I think that that I I guess the the one the one thing we haven't got is is the the one that, that will guarantee, you know, with the Torres or the Suarez. We haven't we haven't got that. Um it, or it remains to be seen whether somebody whether Firmino or Mane can kick on and become that. But at the moment that's the bit you'd say we haven't got. We've actually got all the other bits. We've got all the options. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying we necessarily need it to win the league, but that's that's the bit out of those comparisons, which is, which I think probably isn't there. Okay. Um,
1: on that, it's not our money, uh, Jay. But that 35 million four seller, uh, given the way in which the whole summer sort of
3: mm-hmm.
1: gone a bit mad, um, it does look does look unbelievable business at this stage it does look like you know again we're back to part of why Liverpool why there might be frustration if all the, certain other players aren't added is not least because you know we seem to have got 35 million for seller Robertson in for 8 million quid you know so far on the it's a strange thing, isn't it? Being fair to the people who are looking after Liverpool's transfers, well, you know what, they can look at those two and they can well could well think, you know, we've done really well there for the club. Mm. But the other hand then becomes, well, you, but we're paying that money to free up the money to go and get the other lads. That said, it's still, it, you know, good business is good business.
2: Yeah, it is good. As soon as you started saying that, I was I was sitting there thinking to myself, it is good business. Liverpool should look at them and say, we've made the right signings, we've got lads in who improve us, they're better than the ones we, you know. They're gonna repos- replace some players in the squad, so you know you'd expect Moreno to move on. But you know, you've essentially sort of just swapped Robertson for Kev Stewart. You take that; that's an improvement straight away. We've all just talked about, obviously, the imp- you know, the, the impact we expect Salah can make up front for us. That additional option um, gives Mane a rest Sometimes you can play both, so it's good business. Good players, the, they are, they will be in danger. We, you know, we said this about Robertson on Friday, but, but Salah will be in danger off how good that is to sign in for that money will be forgotten by people, right or wrong, will be forgotten by people if we don't sign other players for the big foot sums. Because what's happening now is I don't even think it's just about the idea of it being Cater or Van Dijk. I think people are hearing the sums of money. Mm-hmm. And the, what they're thinking probably to themselves is Liverpool have got £130 million to spend them. So we better not spend the end of the summer having not spent that £130 million.
4: We were sort of told last summer that we, we'd held off a year's money do you know what yeah. I mean? That that was that was a, don't big, a hold was a, and
2: now navigators another hold off and we don't yeah, want that. So yeah. that's where people will get
4: Which It was there was a lot the the, the story was the story to that sort of allayed people's fears was Klopp said, It's fine, I can get forth with what I've got mm. and next summer we go big once we're in the Champions League. So he's done his bit and that's where we're sort of saying now, Okay, well don't come so. on.
3: Your bit. So we better do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean and I think we're trying to. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, we're not exactly taking you know, three weeks off, are we? Since yeah, get to yeah. get it done, I think I think the negotiations are in place and everything. But um, I hope there's a Plan B. I really do hope it just in case you know it is a genuine no, and I don't think there is such a thing as a genuine no until the deadline passes.
4: It's but. the it's the drop off, I suppose, to that Plan B. Who are these players that yeah. will obviously know they're a Plan B and yet still be definitely good enough to improve us? It's a really um, tricky one, that.
2: Also, how much how much of a Plan B do you want to say? Yeah, Do you want yeah. to go and spend £40 million on a plan B if Navigator, who is being offered a 70, is 50 next year? That's the question they'll be asking themselves. And there's more
4: difficult questions like, you know we go for the plan B and they know we've got £70 million there because we've just
2: tried to spend So you're it £50 million on a plan B. they out. say, well, it well he spent. costs £70 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, he is. or is he actually even going to settle in? Yeah. Is he actually... Is a plan, he'd be a plan B for a reason, because mm. he's not as good. Mm. You're not sure he'll come in and settle down. Yeah. You're not sure he'll come in and... and, and Make much of a difference, so it and, and this is you know, this this brings in a wider conversation, doesn't About you know, Liverpool LFC Twitter on transfers, you know, is in a nuts world where people just have to see it almost so black and white. Mm. You know, FSG aren't spending money, well, they are trying to spend money, well, they're not doing enough. Well, there's lots of reasons probably for that. Mm. You don't, you're not an FSG stooge if you don't agree with the idea that we're not spending money, and mm. nor are you a Lunatic for thinking Liverpool should spend money that they've got. Just try and actually understand maybe why they're not. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, I, I almost think Liverpool have got themselves so deep in with two players. Probably got themselves, you'd imagine. You know, hopefully won't get us a transfer ban for this. But you'd imagine Liverpool have probably agreed. Personal terms with both those players. Their yeah. agents will know. Hundred What Liverpool are going to pay. It's just about yeah. getting the clubs, the respective clubs, to do it. Liverpool might be thinking to themselves, well, we've looked at the other options and it just doesn't stack up. And we're not going to talk about them. We don't know there's a plan B because mm. there isn't one. Because we've done all them stuff behind, cl- behind the scenes and the player wants too much than what we think he's worth or he's just not for sale and he's not interested. So these that's, are our, that's That's these, where
4: you end up with difficult conversations
2: between Liverpool and the fans, though, isn't it? The, the, yeah. if, you don't, if you don't get them But, over the, the line. but this is something. Ev- this is an historical thing for Liverpool on yeah, transfers because yeah. yeah. I think we've avoided having this difficult conversation in the past. And we keep getting the we'll do it next summer. Yeah. We'll we'll sign players. Oh, there was no one, there's no one you can, you know, you get these little, th- there's no one they can sign in January. It's like, well, we've signed boss players in January for me. No, no, I hate can't, that one. And it, but but it becomes a, what I think it's in danger of doing is it become an excuse as opposed to, maybe it could, it could actually be the reason, but they've almost used it as an excuse one too many times, maybe. So, it, I, I think this is where Liverpool will find themselves. Maybe, with £130 million, £130 million of burn in their pocket and they'll mm. spend it a la maybe you know, hopefully not the way they did on Andy Carroll. Yeah. or Balotelli or Balotelli yeah it's 2015 I we went and we spent it because we, had, because we felt we had to spend it for other reasons we never got Sanchez than actually yeah, because it's we, all about Sanchez isn't we, it? we didn't we, get we, Sanchez because, but, because but. we didn't actually get the right players mm-hmm. and that's a really um, challenging thing position for them to find themselves
1: uh, we've won the Asia Cup
2: uh, get
1: in um, it's over in Hong Kong, Carl, What did you do to celebrate? Uh, just, I, to be honest with you, I was out for days. Um, <laughs> it was, It's you know, it's a it's, a, it's a pre-season tournament and they're sound and they happen. Uh, we've got the Aldi one to come uh, in with the big boys. Uh, but, Carl, the thing that you can see is that, the first thing is that, you know, when we were talking about Salad and Manor, you can see Liverpool congesting the pitch over on one side of the pitch and then yeah. looking to release big time.
3: Yeah, yeah, it, it's. Um, I think I think the most important thing for me has been Jordan Henderson's um, form uh, over the last few games. And I know it, they're just like basically keep-fit games and everything, they don't really count, but I think it's been very interesting the way he's played. Um, he, he seems to like hitting the wing very early. Um, and I think that's probably going to be the focus of next season. I don't know if that's a specific change or if that's because he's been away and that's what he likes to do normally. But um, I think that's... Yeah, and this, it comes back again to Mane and Salah. I think that's going to be a, a huge thing next season. It's going to be. This is going to be the widest Liverpool side we've seen in years. I really do think it's going to be. They're going to be wide, and then they're going to be looking to come inside. That's the strange thing yeah. about them. The wide, the wide, the wide, and then
1: suddenly they're really inside. And yeah. that's quite, you know, it, it's it's maybe thinking through how to make the pitch as big as
4: possible.
3: M- Mane's goal uh, at the Emirates. I think it's going to be a lot like that. I'm going wide, but when I come in, I can do this. And I was
4: thinking of his goals against Tottenham at home. Um, I think there was some, just something about the view I had of those goals. You can really see. That, that that run he makes is that basically it's it, it's I think it was his wrong side as well. He was coming in from his wrong from his wrong side. Yeah, did, the the derby was as well. Um, yeah, uh, and, and and interestingly, Klopp has mentioned that he's sort of when he was talking about his options, he sort of mentions how how they both players could be on their wrong side and it, and it suits them to be on their wrong side at times. Um, another thing from the preseason games is. The mouth-watering prospect of Coutinho linking up with Salah, um, and and obviously adding money into that mix. But Coutinho and Salah looked so good uh, as, as, as a two. Really, that love the little the little dink in for, for, for Salah. Yeah, header. nice, absolutely Very nice. Loved it. Lovely one-two.
2: Uh, I haven't watched the pre-season games in much depth, but I have seen lots of the highlights and mentioning the casino Salah goal there. And it comes back to the idea, you know, maybe I'm talking to Philippe for the move to Barcelona here, but Xavi gave an interview a long time ago talking about what it was like playing at Barcelona. And he talked about, as a midfielder, for them, you're faced with the question always of, like, when am I going to play this? So you look one way, play it there, no, there, no, there, no. Because there's a man marking, I play it all the time, you got Messi's and the like. And then he finds a space to play the ball. And he goes, OK, now the space is there, I'll play it there. If you're Coutinho faced with your absolute abundance of riches of players you can pop it off to, that's a frightening prospect for yeah. for, 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 for the, And we've seen that already in pre-season. Now, I think some of these pre-season matches have been good because you know, certainly the Asia Cup, we were playing against Premier League quality. This isn't just playing some you know random team. This is Premier League quality players. And we'll see it, I'm sure, in the ardi Cup as well. Mm. You're playing against really good level teams. Now, Yet whilst they're only getting back into their fitness as well. They are good players still. Yeah. They're not like, you know, two cents an arse who play non-league football, you know, a tramier or something. This, this, is, These are lads who are like, you know, it's their job to play football and you get paid yeah. tens and tens yeah. of thousands of pounds a week to do it. So they're, they're all right at it, even if they're not fit. So I think it's it's quite good to see Liverpool being able to do that link-up play already. So you can clearly get a sense of when they're in full stride, you can see what yeah. Coutinho is going to be looking to do.
4: It's like not not they, they've been playing... Almost full intensity, but not for anywhere near ninety minutes. It's yeah. like it's like they've all been basically a forty five minutes of football. Um, within within those games, I don't know whether that was agreed between the teams, but it seemed it, it seemed to be for some of those games that it, that it that it has been that everyone sort of started and stopped and started and stopped at the same time, um, uh, uh, with sort of linking the, the, the Henderson and Coutinho comments and what Jay was saying about Coutinho. I think uh, Henderson does that too, actually, but from deeper uh, yeah. and and it's it's one of them again where the teams if, if you know if if a team decides that they're just going to put two men on Coutinho, then Henderson can do it. Um, and and it's that thing again of options where where you, you if you if you if your, if your Coutinho option is is uh, blocked then the Henderson options there.
1: And the other one is look sharp, Carl, as well. Just plays on being mentioned there. Uh, Solanke and Sturridge, I think have both looked in different ways. Yeah.
3: Really, really sharp. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of pressure on Solanke because you know he's going to be the next big thing, and you know we're already looking at that, down the road at that. There's a major man who says he should be starting. Do you think it's not quite, wow! Not, yeah, exactly. He's really because you know, I, I hope he's listening to this because we just said that's not going to happen, mate. Um, but uh, and I'm I know the manager said that storage is the best he's looked since he's been there, uh, and he and he does generally look good. And you know he had the miss against Wigan, but um, um, yeah, I, th- I think that looks really good. I mean, if they're going to be your third and fourth options, then <laughs> I'm more than happy with that. It's I, on that call. I mean, you know, you can't be complacent. Three injuries and
1: things look less good. We yeah. saw that last season. Things begin to look a lot harder, but. There does look like there's genuine options there, and this is the it is just aligned to what's there. That's why I think there is such a desperation to see the, 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 the you know to keep coming back to the, the, the core football and thing we're talking about here, which is Van Dijk and Keiter. And that's why there is that desperation to see it done because you can you can begin to really even if you get even if you end up being wrong, even if you know we're the, the, the wheels all fall off, etc. If you do get the get, get get the two more pieces of absolute quality in there, you can very quickly begin to go. You know what? This is it's a really exciting squad. Possibly the most exciting and full
3: squad we've had since after the treble season under who? Which means more options. Which means more options. Ultimately, as well. I mean, the, the big thing is obviously is obviously the West Ham game where he thinks you'll go to with diamonds. It's going to, no, no one wanted to go there to get that result on that day, and we absolutely battered them. And that was the day when actually Coutinho was only looking at storage. He was his best mate on the pitch, and I think he found him more than any other player that day. Yeah, if we can do that, and thinking, okay, well, if, I'm, I'm going to go back to a three now, or you know, the options are already there, and um, and you know, Solanke is different from from Sturridge, who's different from Firmino, and that, that and it, it's all about as many options as possible it is indeed alright the Anfield Raps been in Hong
1: Kong there have been loads and loads of really good stuff and uh, John and Gareth had a fantastic time thank you to everyone who came to the shows in Dubai and Hong Kong uh, on their behalf and thank you to everyone who just had a chat with them really Uh, whilst they were mooching around the place they watched both the games and uh, covered them in our post-match shows uh, on the Anfield Rap player Uh, they've been available for you but the other thing that they did as well whilst they were out there was they interviewed a number of different footballers but they got half an hour uh, with Jordan Henderson Uh, this is Monday uh, and this will be released at 8pm on Monday evening so if you're listening to this, the chances are uh, it's already out. Um but anyway, uh, regardless of that, uh, here's a, here's a, an excerpt from that interview from John and Gareth. I, I
5: just want I just thought, you know, it might be another thing like sort of like what John's talking about about sort of perception from outside and what it's actually like inside. So, you know, for instance, when I was watching Trent and Ben Woodburn today, you know, they are at that level. They didn't, they didn't, you don't, you're not looking at them going, Well they shouldn't be there getting stuck in they were having a go they, they, they showed
0: real quality and they looked like they should be part of the squad oh definitely i think you can see the talent they've got talent in abundance really um but they've also got the right mentality as you can see they apply themselves properly um every day in training uh, around um pre-season tours around melwood they apply themselves properly and that's a big part of it as well you've got to be obviously first and foremost you've got to have talent but you've got to have the right mentality um, to, to develop that um, and work as hard as you possibly can to improve, listen to the people around you in terms of the manager and the, the players that, that want to help you um, which to do and you can see that um, when the player when they train, fantastic players, fantastic people um, and it's a credit to them because um, they've been fantastic this pre-season, I mean last season they've had a, a great season so they could have come back and could have just sort of went through the motions, but I think this pre-season they've gone up another gear, um, to be fair to them, and they don't, I think they don't just want to be part of the squad, they want to be in the team, they want to be playing, Um, and I think that's huge for us as a team, everybody should have that mentality that they want to get into the team, Um, and that's healthy really, Uh, and hopefully we can continue that throughout the season. Of course, it's going to be difficult at times when you're not playing, um, when you're injured or whatever, but um, you've got to stick together as a squad and that's what the managers sort of got over to us over to us really well. That it's about the whole squad. Um and that, that mentality's got to go throughout the season really. I me mean,
5: and that's what the mentality seems to be starting to stretch elsewhere in the club as well. I mean, you know, it seems to me now that the under-twenties, the under-eighteens, obviously Stevie's back there and he's managing the under-eighteens now. It kind of feels to me, look, again, I'm, I'm only looking in, but it, it like the whole club has got a real sense of purpose and a sense of direction about a, a style of football, that sort of, you know, following through the levels as well and a pathway up. And it just sort of feels like, you know, okay, there will be people who will always moan about, oh, well, we should have signed this star player and that star player and this fella and we haven't spent enough this summer and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, when you think about where the club's been in not so recent times... Um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, potential bankruptcy and mad owners and all that sort of thing. It actually feels right now to me as a fan that the club's in actually a good place. And again, is that reflected inside the club or are you, is everyone sort of is there a buzz?
0: Is there a together throughout the club? Yeah, definitely. I sense the same thing as you really. I think throughout the club there's a there's a real buzz. I think you've got one of the best managers in the world to start with. <laughs> Um, which is obviously a good thing. Um, if you want to be winning trophies and there's no better, better person than him, you've got an unbelievable um, group of players in terms of talent, um, how much they want to work, how much they want to improve and the togetherness. Um, and then you look at, yeah, like you see from the academy going up, you, you, you're hoping um, the likes of Ben and Trent, Trenton will be more coming up, hopefully. Um so yeah, there's definitely a, a real sense of excitement and and hopefully uh, well really it's down to us as players to, to go and do the business on the pitch. Everything's set for us to go and perform. Um, so it's down to us to go and do the best we can for this football club and and start winning things again. Um, training ground, another thing uh, which is development um, which is exciting for everyone. So like you see, everything's there um, in place but at the end of the deal we've got to go and do the business on the pitch.
1: John Gareth, but most importantly, the Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson. It's a half an hour long interview. I've listened to it. I uh, listened to it this morning. It's absolutely fantastic. Um Jordan comes across really well, as you'd expect. Uh, but lots of fascinating little bits and pieces of insight in there. Uh, if you don't currently subscribe, well, there's two things. Firstly, uh, please think about doing so. We think it's going to be a very interesting season for Liverpool and we've got all the coverage you need. I've spent much of the weekend planning shows up until October the 9th, so I'm well aware of everything that we're doing uh, at the Anfield Rap around uh, the tour player stuff. Just a quick note on that, because there's a lot of shows, does not mean that anybody has to listen to them all. There is not a test at the end. It's a bit like Netflix. You listen to the ones that you like and you don't listen to the ones that you don't. Uh, no one makes you watch all of Netflix. Uh, but what we do try to do is put as wide a range of shows out as possible. Uh, somewhere between 10 to 14 week week and as I say don't be overawed by that my point is more that if there's only four or five you want to listen to you'll find those four or five very much worth it. The second thing is that the Jordan Henderson interview is fantastic uh, it is worth subscribing for listening to and having a little tryout and see whether or not this is indeed for you uh, across the sort of the weeks that follow uh, £5 a month as I said earlier on and the third thing is that all new subscribers will be entered into a draw uh, between now those who subscribe between now and next Monday uh, at 12 uh, next Monday that's the 31st at what 31st of July at 12 noon uh, be entered into a drawer all new subscribers to win a signed shirt there will be for existing subscribers other things happening don't be worrying about that but uh, new subscribers so if you've been thinking about it you're not quite sure um and Aaron. and, ah and it's a good time to do it as I say with the season on the horizon uh, the two European games which we will be having previews for and immediate post-match content as those matches hit the final whistle for all the review shows where we take a long look back at what it is that we're doing uh, and for all the shows where we mess about have a ton of fun look at things historically all of that sort of stuff it's all there but it starts with the Jordan Henderson interview this evening at uh, 8pm uh, £5 a month for the Anfield Rapper player uh, and it's something that I recommend very very highly indeed and you can think that I should but you know I do so fulsomely uh, full-throatedly anyway um, moving forward, to... I do as well. Thank you, um, Jordan. Jordan Carl...
4: Obviously, thought it was good too. Henderson put it on his Instagram, didn't, didn't he? Straight away, must have thought it was
1: good. Yeah.
2: T- too much annoyance, I to think, that, um, <laughs> that Afield, right <laughs> who, who, to all the be to all everyone at the Anfield wrap. Who, who might have
1: wanted to manage the message a little bit more? <laughs> uh, for for your,
2: this is our interview, not yours. You <laughs> uh, just stick to talking. I'm playing mate. <laughs>
1: All fair points from McKenna. Uh, can't argue with the facts on that one. Uh, but no, lovely fella. Uh, one a word said against him, unless it's by me. Um, you had the SOS event uh, on... Saturday Jay first and foremost yeah. in fact I'll go to Carl before I go to you and the first thing that uh, I've, I've, had a look, I've had a look at some of the video Carl you were there for the duration it was firstly conducted in the spirit that I think uh, Jay very much wanted it to be but not just Jay I think that everybody wanted it to be to be respectful polite decent and it was all of those things
3: it was yeah it, it really was and we kept saying all the way through the day everyone in the room kept saying it it's such an emotive issue you know, to, to, for this club more than any other when it comes to the debate of rail standing and, uh, and safe standing and there are many people who are fervently fervently against the idea bearing in mind what happened in 89 and there are people who um are desperate to see an increase in in the atmosphere at the club and uh and see this as a way of getting you know more of an atmosphere on the cop or whatever the the safe standing area would be and uh and people put heads on this subject all the time and (coughs) it's uh but i think everyone can see everyone else's point of view and that was a big focus of the of the actual afternoon itself where we thought okay we don't agree with everyone in this room but there was no shouting, there was no aggressive um to and fro across the aisle or anything like that it was it was handled in a really respectful way and there was a wide range of voices heard yeah very, um as jay will say that you read out comments from um, from people who couldn't be there on the day and um they were very passionate statements and uh um yeah, I think I think pretty much every single voice was covered there. You know, literally. And the, the most important thing for me was, was there was a man who stood up at some point and said, "To be honest, I still don't know. I don't know what I think," and which is a perfectly valid um, standpoint to take.
2: Yeah, it was it um, was significant uh, significant meeting um, for Australia. It was a, I I think it's been a it's the culmination of of a lot of work and thought. um, that we've we've put into this to get to a point where we felt comfortable that enough people knew enough about it to be able to make a decision in a vote. Uh, lots of people, I imagine, probably already had a an inkling or a firm view on what they wanted to say, uh, but we wanted to ensure that they had different views from people to make that choice and, and decision. And you know, it, it the the meeting was a was a welcome opportunity to do that. Um, the way people who were in the room, uh, as as Carl says, who you know were saying they didn't know Damien Cavani, who will happily let me talk about his comments. He was a pen three survivor. Uh, was there with uh, the the son of um, the person he went the match with who died. Um, and even within you know, Paul's dad, who, his mum doesn't want it. Paul is in favour of it. Damien's undecided wants to know a lot more about it. So, you know, there we're in the tragic circumstances of two people is is the whole debate yeah. on, on where people are at. There, there, there is no easy answer for lots of people. There is division amongst families. There's, I say division, but, you know, divided opinion probably is better. Um, there are different views amongst supporters. But, you know, I think people were able to hear that. I feel a lot more aware and informed of it now as, a, mm-hmm. as you know, as an individual. I feel a lot more confident that I could accurately represent the views of our members and supporters by extension in talking about this on, on a wider stage of what people think um it it has you know there's big big themes that have come out of it which have been really useful around choice safety on both sides uh, management you know on both sides what you'd expect uh, but but lots for us to, to look at moving forward and I think hopefully now you know we can we can get to a point where we at least Understand what some people think. You know, a fair number of voted already. We encourage lots of people to vote, but use that vote then. And, and I think I, I see this, whatever the outcome of this, as the start of any process and conversation around these matters. Uh, and maybe you know, I think one of the things that come up from it as well was um, a few people from the Justice campaign and, and family members. Who said you know maybe this is the kind of forum in which Liverpool should look to take issues like this forward themselves to ensure that as many voices as possible are heard on, you know, such a uniquely sensitive subject. There's Adam as part of the the conversation
1: on this. What one of the things that is important um, is the Liverpool supporters grabbing what is a national debate, uh, and that's well, grabbing what I mean is isn't taking ownership but being part of that, and I think that that's something which. A few supporters or support <coughs> supporters who are maybe a little bit ignorant would be surprised as to how live a topic this is in a Liverpoolian context that Liverpool support and not just from the idea of shutting it down, but instead wanting to be wanting Liverpool to be part of this. It's it's a matter of grasping the nettle really and not allowing the idea of that that it's it that you just can't talk about it in Liverpool circles that it's blocked, that it's this, that mm. or the other. I think it's something which, you know, having this debate, having it be covered publicly, there was a lot of good reportage of it after the fact, having it become, you know, just an acknowledgement point that it is being had is mm. is, is good is, is good on a wider national level.
4: So, I mean, from a, from my point of view, as a match going. Fan who knows a lot of different crowds. I think it's quietly been a mainstream conversation for longer than people might think, as you say, yeah. Neil. I'm and and I was just thinking when you were talking then, Jay, I think you're to be congratulated for um, because 10, 7, 5 years ago i don't think we'd we, we we imagined we'd be where we are now in terms of this conversation being had so publicly um and i think that that there's been different things that have that have that have added to that sort of you know certainly the the hip uh, the, the 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 panel um the hillsborough panel the um celtic introducing it and what's been happening sort of scotland leading the way um and and, and it has led us to being where we, where we are now not to say you know that the the, the anything's been decided or you know the conversation's over but certainly I think that, that there is there is for, for just talking personally I've always wanted Liverpool to lead the way uh, with, with this I've always thought that uh, rather than it being it, all the other clubs sort of or a lot of other people want it to happen and it has to stop at our door because of Hillsborough I always thought that because of Hillsborough we should be leading this conversation um, and certainly since the independent panel results showed once again it was not standing that caused it i think because i always thought that that should be the conversation that we that we were having that it that was not the cause um and i think by i i my personal feeling was that by um liverpool fans talking about we shouldn't do it because of that that was almost giving giving a a, a get out route to the to the actual causes um so there's that there's that and and you know the 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 personal yeah and 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 then we get to the point where where you, you've you've got all people's different opinions about it, and having an open conversation, and that's where we are. And you know, I won't sort of go any uh, any further into in, into into my own my own feelings because they're they're my my own feelings. But certainly, I think yeah, it's a it's, it's a positive thing where we are now. And um and, and I I I've been on and, and and voted and couldn't make it to the meeting, but yeah, as I say, well well done for where for for how far you've got.
1: It's Carl just to go back, and it it might seem like reiterating the point, but I think it's important to reiterate that it is crucial that voices are heard, that voices are heard internally for want of a better phrase, amongst the Liverpool supporter body first and foremost and voices are heard heard doesn't just mean voices are voiced it means that people are listening to them as well uh, that voices are heard on the one hand and then there's on the other hand of this that, that again, that nationally it's acknowledged that the Liverpool voice is heard, if you know what I mean, yeah. and that. But also that it has spoken again, that it has happened, that it has it has been a thing, and it's something which I'd like to think. Anyway, supporters of other clubs. Firstly, I'd like to think would look at what's happened here within Liverpool and think, good lord, you know that shows yet again how switched on the Liverpool supporter body is, how respectful the Liverpool supporter body can be of one another, how the decency that can that that can hold forth. But secondly, also go, well, they've managed to have this conversation. If they can have this conversation, we can all have this Absolutely. conversation.
3: Absolutely, because again, like mean, I, I, I said um, in the meeting, it's, um, um, it is the emotion. It, I thought it was really interesting to see what the other clubs were doing because they're having the same to both, but without the enormous you know, events of 1989 and to see what they're doing now when apparently it's been very well received throughout the country. But And I think people are looking to Liverpool to say, if, if any club in the world are talking about this and genuinely talking about it as an option, whether it'll happen or not, we don't know. But um, that, that's just an enormous step because it has taken us a long time to reach this point, as Adam says. And uh, I think that's absolutely huge. I really do. Um, start
1: of a process, not the end of a process, both for Spirit of Shankly and also in general, Jay. Um, but you want people to, uh, as many people as feel comfortable, as many people that want to, to engage in the process. Uh, how do you go about doing that?
2: Um, the first and most important thing to do now would be to register your view. Um, so there's two ways. If you're a Spirit of Shankly member, Uh, log in on our website and you'll see a link to click to vote you as then a Spirit of Shankly member and then this bit is for everybody should uh, vote in our Survey Monkey survey Survey Monkey um, poll which is on our social media but the link can also be found in the news section on our website you will regularly see us tweet that each day Um, it's pinned at the top of our Twitter it's pinned at the top of our Facebook Um, I'm sure the Anfield Rap and others will tweet it as individuals Mm so Please do look out for it and do vote. There are seven questions you'll be asked within our wider poll. The first one being, obviously, um, on the introduction of rail seating, are you? And then there's four options in favour against undecided or don't know enough about it, want to know more. Um, And then there's a series of other questions which just help us inform and understand where people's views are coming from. But it is, as you say, Neil, the start of a process. And, you know, one of the things I want to make clear to people is we have at all junctures given... Um, the respective Hillsbury groups and individuals and authorities an opportunity to have their say, um, and this isn't going to be here's our vote go and do what you want. We, you know, I have already began to think about how we present any results, um, and if, for example, the vote was to come back in favour, you know, we will be very strong in telling anybody campaigning for this. That this is our voice, not yours, for you to run off and say. Well, Liverpool fans have said this is okay, so we'll do what we want. As Damien and Cavana said on Saturday, you know we have lived this as a city. Many many individuals have experienced it personally and deeply, and closely, uh, and they should be heard in this. And you know, and I think importantly for anybody who sees you know a national campaign um, for introduction of rail seating, they should at least listen and hear the views of those who disagree with them um, and at least answer those questions as we've tried to do so and in, in sat in our conversation and you know we, this isn't necessarily going to be campaigned for at Liverpool, this is an entire other conversation but you know we, we do need to get Liverpool supporters views you know I'm the last person who's going to say supporters shouldn't have a voice in it but you know there was a danger we were almost going to be referenced and never spoken to about it Uh, just assume that people you know would think one way or another and I think that you know there's a real disservice to our Liverpool football supporters you know view this so you know hopefully this this is some way to get an engaging views you know we've had a decent number of people who've who've taken part so so far but you know it is important I think that everybody who does have a view does vote so that it can be as representative as possible
1: Indeed. Uh, one of the things that always carries weight in any survey is the number of respondents. Uh, please do respond to the survey. Please do so honestly uh, and, um, and um, openly uh, insofar as you can about uh, just to sort of give the background as to the, where you're getting that opinion from. Uh, listen, uh, thank you very much to Jay uh, for taking the time today, to Carl and to Adam, uh, John and Gareth as well, and Jordan Henderson. They're all the voices that you've heard this week on the Anfield Wrap. I've been Neil Atkinson and that this week is the Anfield Wrap.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.